Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. Today is episode 56, Facing Opposition. I think facing opposition has to be one of the most uh, stretching and muscle building and uh, exhausting things that we have to face. And even though it's all those things that perhaps we don't like, there's also great necessity in us facing opposition to help us to be able to grow to the next step. And I think mm, sometimes uh, it's a bit like growing pains, not that I really like talking about growing pains, but I think um, growing pains often happen as we become stretched in different areas of our life and our capacity to deal with things grows as we have to deal with things that are perhaps a bit unpleasant or difficult or um, exhausting or emotionally draining or, you know, all the things that we that we might have to face can be very tough but also can be very important for our growth. I remember I had, um, when I had two little children and... Um, one day one of them wanted to get the milk out of the fridge and I was having such a, a panic about that and, you know, wanting to control the situation um, that I actually bumped him and made him spill the milk. And so then he was upset that he spilled the milk. I was upset that the milk was spilled and the baby was crying because we were all upset. So my own anxiety about, you know, what could go wrong actually caused the problem. So this ability to trust that we are capable and to trust that, you know, our children are capable or our partner or our friends or our business colleagues are capable is a big stretch of the, of the patience and the tolerance sometimes, but it's a necessary step to take and we really do want to help those around us to grow. And I think it involves being able to see mistakes as not being such a terrible thing. And also seeing, um, being able to look back and see how far you've climbed up the mountain already. Because often as we're climbing the mountain, we can only see how far we've got to go. And I know myself, I'm really guilty of that. Um, I tend not to look at what I have already done, but tend to look at what I have yet to do and get discouraged because I think, oh, you know, you haven't done this year and you haven't done that yet. And that's not good. But luckily I have friends who remind me and encourage me and support me. So I think in in that vein that sometimes we need to be encouraging and supporting others around us to try and keep looking forward and also to, you know, remind them of how far they've come and how far they've grown. I know with um, some of my clients that, you know, I've been working with them for a number of years and, you know, the growth in them and the changes are wonderful to watch. Um, it's like uh, watching a butterfly emerge from its cocoon. And I think each of us, um, as we're doing the emerging and as we're, um, you know, stretching out those wings, we, we, fit, we find it difficult, we find it hard and we're, you know, so busy doing what we have to do that we fail to appreciate that the wings are beautiful and that we do come out of that cocoon. And, you know, even though it was hard and it was the hardest thing we'd done so far, we did it. And we, you know, we need to congratulate ourselves and congratulate the others around us that are doing that too. 
And I think there's great strength in numbers and being supportive of each other. Um, that's why I really like um, with the Energy Works radio show that we can uh, reach out and you know, help so many people and touch so many people to help them feel supported and to feel like they're loved and nurtured and needed and wanted. And uh, I would encourage, you know, those of you who are growing and testing out your wings to share with us how you feel and how these new wings feel and, you know, what you're finding in life. Um, as you share what you feel and how even the struggles and the difficulties and the hard parts, you help empower another person that's at that one or two steps behind you to see that if you can do it, then they can do it. And I think that's so important for us to share how we feel and how, you know, the good and the bad so that we encourage and support each other. Um, you know, being united and supporting is, is very important. And I think, you know, each of you that are listening to this are people that are leaders and the people that are supposed to be um, hearing and sharing and supporting and nurturing. And, you know, you will lead other people in your own team and tribe and family and area and you know as you share what you learn you're you're holding people's hand as they make the next step into the light and often we don't see ourselves as powerful or as a leader and we don't see that what we have to do is very important uh, we had uh, an energy works event that finished yesterday which uh, I really love to see. And in those three days process, uh, one of the most amazing things to me is to see the growth in each person, to see how how they unfurl and to see how, you know, we get to the heart of the matter and the things that are holding them back. And, you know, there's often the shedding of a tear as we get to the heart of the matter which is actually very important because it's part of letting go of the old you. And, you know, that can be a, quite a difficult thing because we're attached to who we were and that's been the comfortable place for a long time, even though we can see that we need to grow and what's on the other side of the growth is what we want. But the letting go of who we were and how we have dealt with life can be quite hard. And so it's wonderful to have a supportive group in which we can do that and we can help all the people there to to be who they're supposed to be. And um, some people it's quite dramatic, you know, the change in the three days. So uh, I would encourage those that have been to share um, how they feel um, with other people so that they can know how it will help them to do something like an Energy Works event so that they can um, make the progress that they so desire. I think that's the wonderful thing about energy too, that uh, even though we have certain things that we want to be worked on, um, energy, our energy and you know the energy of the universe knows what we need before we even speak it. And so, you know, um, our very needs are met and addressed as they arise. And it's powerful to me to see um, exactly the things that do come up and the things that um, are cleared and how we all need to hear and experience these things. And even though I've been to quite a few events now, 
uh, I still have things to work on too. And, uh, you know, some of the, um, the people at the Energy Works event were working on me. <laughs> and, uh, the funniest thing was it was, I was being worked on for, um, others believe in me, which is a, you know, which is quite hilarious. So, you know, don't be afraid to admit you have issues. Don't be afraid to work on them. Don't be afraid to see what comes out and, you know, don't be afraid to address the person who you were when the issue happened and, you know, love that person that you were and the issues that they had because they've led you to the place that you are now. And I think, you know, this acknowledgement of the different parts of us and the necessity of the problems that we went through at that time to develop who we are now is paramount. So I think one of the other important things that comes with um, facing opposition is gratitude. You know, being grateful for our families and even though some families were more supportive than others and more loving than others, that we had a family, even with its bad side, the family still enabled us to grow our muscles and to grow our tenacity and our resilience to be able to face all the things that we've needed to face in our life and to be able to be strong enough to be the support for our family and our friends that we are now because without those trials and difficulties that came through our family, we wouldn't be that person. And so the same it is with um, you know, being grateful for our body. Even the difficulties and the pains and the problems that the body has had has enabled us to become who we're supposed to be. And it's enabled us to um, be able to accept accept other people that have the same problems. And, you know, we learn through their problems, we learn through our problems, and then we are best able to support someone. I can remember, like, before I had children, I was very mm, perhaps judgmental and, and non-tolerant of other people's pain. And when I fell pregnant with the first baby, I had awful morning sickness. Not, and I'm sure other people had much worse than I do, but I felt green for 14 weeks and, you know, would vomit sometimes. And I really hated vomiting. And, you know, that helped me to become empathetic to people that felt nausea or people that have morning sickness. I was like, oh, yes, I know how that feels. That's horrible. And I think, you know, having sicknesses in life does bring you um, empathy for other people and, you know, we are able to relate to them because we've been there. And we can also be encouraging too that we've, um, yeah, being encouraging that we've, you know, we have got through the problem that they're going through and, you know, and that it is okay. So I think these things are very important to us and they're a very good part of opposition. Uh, the tough part of opposition is that we can begin to doubt ourselves and, um, you know, it, it's important that we always remember who we are, how wonderful that we are, and that, you know, it, it, for me, you know, I would think of myself as, a, you know, a daughter of, of my Heavenly Father, but, you know, even if you want to just think of yourself as a child of the universe, you are here at a particular time and place 
because of the role that only you can fulfill. No one else can be you. No one else can do what you're doing. No one else can supply what you're supplying. And each person is an important part of the chain. There was a story told, uh, you know, it's make-believe, but it's an important story about, you know, a, a little church building and, you know, um, you know, each part of the church had to play a role to play. One of the nails in the roof shingles felt that he wasn't in, very important at all and so, you know, why should he bother? And so he let go. And because his shingle wasn't in place, the rain started to get in and the walls and the curtains and, you know, the in, the inside of the roof all became damaged and not working properly because this one little nail decided that he wasn't worthwhile and didn't do his job. And so if we think about all of us being this amazing uh, weaving or tapestry maybe is a better word and we think, you know, our little piece is a little bit boring and not necessary but for the bright colours and the other things to show, we need the background and we need the support and we need each little person's colour to have the, the variety and the colour and the amazingness of, of the tapestry. And so each of us is a necessary part of that beautiful tapestry. And also in a poem that was um, I heard years ago, and I can't quote it, but it was basically that our lives are like a tapestry. And um, we can only see the underneath side of the tapestry, you know, where the threads are joined together and where the knots are and the different colours and how we tuck the threads in underneath. But, you know, God or the universe is seeing the beautiful picture that it's making with our life and we are unable to see that, the top of the tapestry often. And I think, you know, it's almost like we have to take time out and be away from people and be away from things to, um, you know, quietly think about our lives and the amazing tapestry that, you know, has uh, been being woven and been woven uh, along our lives to see, you know, the intricacies and the beautiful um, nature of what's been created through the hard steps of our life. And just as as we make a tapestry, often you prick your finger with a needle and it hurts and sometimes you might bleed. Uh, you know, that, that is part of the difficulty of making something beautiful in life. Um, and, you know, another funny thing that comes to my head is that, you know, when you make a cake, you have to break a few eggs. And, you know, sometimes we don't want to break the eggs. But part of the eggs are who we were. And it was beautiful at the time who we were, but to become even more beautiful and to grow, we do have to break that shell and, you know, to expose ourselves perhaps to a little bit of danger and being beaten a little, um, to, you know, become part of a beautiful cake that tastes so delicious and will bring joy to other people. And so, you know, it's, it's part of this weaving and, you know, design of tapestry that we um, are interwoven into other people's lives to bring them joy and gladness and sometimes sorrow too and difficulty but all all that is necessary and I think you know even though we may be angry at the people that have hurt us or caused us problems we also must be grateful for the strength and the the um, depth of character that they've enabled us to build 
uh, I think this gratitude is important like on a day-to-day basis, you know, to thank your body, to thank your family, to thank God or the universe for, you know, giving you life and for giving you the experiences that you need to grow and become who you're supposed to be. So let's clear some energy and, um, you know, have to go, they go to the moon or they go into space and there's no gravity. Um, they lose bone density from having no gravity and, you know, there's special requirements and things they have to do to counteract that. And even though it's fun to be without gravity for a while, we really appreciate that we need gravity to, um, you know, for everything to be where we put it and not just to be floating around. We need that anchoring of the gravity too. And also, you know, that development of bone density. And so, um, you know, weight training and, um, you know, exercise that's done vertically helps strengthen our bones. So, you know, if we apply that spiritually, you know, we have to do things that are hard for us. We have to do things that are challenging for us to grow and to develop that density of our spirit so that it enables us to carry us, carry us through the next steps of life. So, um, we, we could not progress to the next steps if we didn't have the opposition that we now have today and so even though we you know dislike the opposition and we complain about it and think it's so terrible it's perfect it's exactly what we need and um, it's also like um, I think I've quoted before a story was about a man that you know bought a um, a four-wheel drive truck and you know he wanted to go and cut wood um, for his family to have heating and so he you know drove to an area where he was going to cut wood and it was in the snow and he got to a point that he he got bogged and couldn't move and so he tried and tried and tried and couldn't get himself out so he just figured oh well I'll go and cut the wood and then see what I can do so he cut the load of wood and loaded up his truck and then when he tried to move the truck he couldn't move it because he had a load and so sometimes We need that burden of load and to have a lot on our plate to get the traction that we need to get moving and to get out of the bog that we're in. And without the load that we would carry, we would not move. And I remember when I first heard that particular talk, um, I was under the pump and I thought, yes, I can understand now why we need to be that way. And even though we dread it and it takes a lot of load on our body to keep us so busy, it is really important that we do have that load. So let's begin. Um, what comes first into my mind is I'm grateful for my trials. And I think within each family, some people are there to provide the opposition. And even though we're angry about this opposition, it's necessary for this trial, for our growth. So hiding under this, is something in someone's timeline. Age 15, age 41, 46. And the feeling of being galled, you know, being, you know, really incensed about the particular situation. And let's put in there, I'm, I freely forgive those who have offended me. So we're just going to look a bit into the fourth chakra. So the fourth chakra is about love. And sadness comes up here. And time of birth, 
age 17, 5, 30, 34, 40, 50. Now all these timeline ages may not be the one person, can be different people. So something age 4 as well, the feeling of being nervous. Now we're going into um, actually the 8th chakra. Okay, so something deeper and back to the third chakra. Um, the third chakra here, if for someone it's being um, goal or accomplishment driven, well, no, I can be like this too. Sort of, it's almost like box ticking. You have to have done this or you have to have done that. You know, not happy until you've accomplished something each day or each moment. And I think for me that leads to running late because, um, you know, you need to have accomplished something before you can go to the next thing, which is kind of crazy thinking. This has got a generational component. Dad's side. Dad's mum. And a feeling of anger. And this is the anger towards self. And this is, you know, being angry with ourselves is very dangerous for our health. So here's an affirmation. Uh, I know that I am a powerful and wholesome force for good. So when we are a powerful and wholesome force for good, um, so the bad team also recognizes that we are this wholesome force for good. And I think sometimes they can more clearly see the good that we will do and we may not realize the full potential of who we will influence and the changes that living our life in the manner that we do will cause in the world. And so this opposition is about trying to get you off the course of good that you're doing. And, you know, we often feel like, oh, you know, I'm, I have no effect on other people. Well, how wrong can you be? You know, sometimes just the small little things that we do make such a difference to people and we are unaware of the changes that happen because of the small things that we do and even if it's just standing up for yourself uh, you know to a bully sometimes is enough to empower someone else to do the same so now the seventh chakra so the seventh chakra also involves some of the you know deep brain functions so, you know, if our seventh chakra isn't clear, sometimes our brain doesn't work to the best of its ability. So I would imagine when the chakra doesn't work too, as the chakras bathe the organs in light, I would imagine if the seventh chakra is not clear, your your brain will not be as supported and strong and you'll be more prone to, um, I'll call them invaders. So, you know, you can get infections or viruses or parasites or, you know, negative entities that will try to reside within your brain and speak to you negatively. So it's important for us to keep that connection to the universe or to God and to make sure we we feed our spirit as well as we feed our body. Okay, so also comes up here in this um, seventh chakra, uh, the need to protect ourselves from others. And um, I think it's important to have healthy boundaries so that we, you know, we have good respect um, for other people's boundaries, but also our own. And, you know, it's nice to help people, but, you know, to help them within the 
boundaries that we're able to deal with. Um, my work in life brings me joy. Um, Chakra 12 is like the universal, or well, maybe I'm not saying it right, but it's one of the higher uh, chakras that involve us, you know, being able to understand that we're, we are all connected. So there's a deeper thing here, a generational problem uh, with uh, dad's dad and something else in the timeline at the birth and at five and some stuck feelings to do with dad's dad, the feeling of being miffed or annoyed. And there's also some feelings stuck around the birth, the feeling of impending doom. Something age 7, age 11, age 17, age 23, 27, age 29, age 32. And the feeling of being stifled. Okay. So I accept that there is opposition in life. I have, I grow from the opposition and am grateful for the opportunity of growth. Um, I'm very grateful for all um, all the opportunities that life presents me to to grow and to be the best that I am. All right. So I'd like to just at the end of this call today um, express my gratitude for all the people in my life that have helped and supported me and um, still continue to support me, like my family. Of course, have to do a lot more when I'm teaching and, um, you know, writing manuals and things and also for the friends that have helped me particularly. Um, I have two particularly good friends, Cassie and Kim, who've been helping me write manuals and, you know, supporting me. <laughs> we, we joke about it being like birthing a baby. So they're like my support crew as, um, you know, we have to make the next level in growth. And I'm grateful for my family too. Um, you know, my mother's been there helping me um, this week and with um, morning teas as we've had the seminar running. And so, you know, I, I couldn't get by without the help and support from those around me. And so um, I'm very grateful to be the opportunity, to have the opportunity to be the support and, um, you know, encouragement crew for other people too. And so, you know, it, it is a beautiful weaving this life. So enjoy, enjoy your day, um, you know, face the opposition, learn what you need to, grow the muscles that you need to to deal with it. Have a, have a wonderful day today.